you're kind of like, wow, like I did so much with my day today. And, and that like Maddie and I've always said, if you really want to do something, you will find ways to fit it in. Hey there, gals. Hey there, gals. And welcome back to the episode of The Gals Guide. We are a dating and lifestyle podcast. I'm Hannah. And I'm Emily. And welcome back to another episode of our podcast. I am so happy that we're having guests on again for this show because I've missed having guests for a bit. And I know we took a break with the holiday season and me moving, but I think today's episode is really, really great. And we have some amazing guests on, some couple friends of the pod that you've heard before. But I think before we get into all that, there's a couple things that we want to talk about really quickly. And the big thing is planning a certain someone's bachelorette. Woo-hoo! I am so excited. <laughs> uh, although I still think bachelorette parties are overrated and trips are overrated. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But then uh. I started thinking about it and I was like, this is going to be the only time that all of my friends are all in the same place. Um, so I'm very excited. And should we tell them where we're going? Sure, go right ahead. We yeah, you already booked the house. Yeah, we already booked the house. Um, we're going to Charleston, South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Um, wanted to do something that wasn't too far away and wasn't like too crazy. For you. Expensive. Yeah. Sorry. For you. <laughs> You're the only I one have on the to, count. <laughs> I have to fly in. Um, it's fine. <laughs> That's okay. I'm flying to you soon. Don't worry. Um, but yeah, so I'm excited. I love Charleston. I think it's like such a cute little town city. Um, but... Yeah, it's just, there's so much to do. There's such good food. The food mm-hmm. is just beautiful. Um, Immaculate, it yes. It is everything. Um, so the vibes yeah. are great. Mm-hmm. The vibes are all great. Whenever I think about, like, for the longest time, I used to say, like, everybody's like, picture you like your perfect day. And I always would reference back to this, like, the weekend that you and I went to Charleston, like, for our first Gals Guide retreat. Which was just us treating ourselves it was to a vacation. Literally just a vacation, but we made it. We made it a thing. <laughs> we made content, so therefore it was the gals guide retreat. Yes. But that Saturday, what is the day I always reference because it was so much fun. And I always just think back to like like we did so much we went and took photos we got we got breakfast took photos went and made did shopping went and made candles then went to happy hour you drank too much at happy hour and then we're tipsy (laughs) at dinner and tipsy hannah's my favorite hannah also uh so it's my favorite hannah too i'm not gonna lie (laughs) if i could always be tipsy it'd be a great life it'd be awesome it'd be a great time it'd be a great time she's just like how she is on here, but like times by a hundred. Um, and like, because there's she no just, care. Like I kind of just like do yeah. whatever and I don't really care. Yeah. I don't really care what anyone thinks. And you're just thinks. excited about everything. I'm, everything like, is so yeah. exciting. Do you remember when we, <laughs> like, yeah, let's do, do it. You when we rode on the bike? <laughs> yes. We're, yeah. We were, I was sober. <laughs> and then we went, we went out and that was fun. Um, yes and you're like let's go like i was like let's go bus another club another club (laughs) no sleep literally (laughs) and we had to drive back the next day but man it was fun that was fun it's fun and i still didn't get my alcoholic slushy from 
the bachelorette, cart or the popsicle or whatever it was, I will yes. be getting one of those. I will text her sister right now. We have to stop and tell her at one like, of those food trucks. Hannah, <laughs> Hannah's demanding that she gets her tequila popsicle. Yes, absolutely, like, she has to, to have it. it. I will. I will personally make Perfect. sure of it. Wonderful. You have my that, word. My you only requests are that and the darling oyster. That's that's really Yes. That's really You think I'm gonna like <laughs> turn down oysters? Well that place was so cute and the food was like very, very good. Um I think last time I was there I got like a total of thirty oysters for myself. Ooh, I don't like oysters, but I liked everything else we got on I, the thing. <laughs> I think I downed a dozen and less. I think I downed a dozen in a minute. Dang. How did you even yeah. enjoy them? I mean, you don't really you just kind of swallow them. It's really odd. I just, I, some people, so when, so oysters, I used to not like, and then I actually went to the Darling with my parents and I tried an oyster there and they were really good. I like more briny ones, some that have a lot of salinity and salt. If they smell fishy, they're not like, they're not good. Like they're bad. Do not eat that one. They should smell like the ocean or have really no scent at all. And I like just put a little bit of lemon on it. Some people put like cocktail sauce and horseradish or like a vinaigrette yeah. or and have it put on a cracker. I'm just like raw dogging it <laughs> with a lemon and then just knocking it back. And yeah, it's great. I love them. Uh, I, I, I am someone like and I don't know how you are. Are you more of a sweet or a salty, oh, like salty person salty. Like when it comes to 100%. food? Yeah. That's why I like oysters because it's just like it's well, really, I like really clams. salty. Tell me how they're any different. I don't like clams. That's so, so weird. So you don't like clams. Yeah. The only oyster but, I've but kind of liked is get... that one that you let me try. From where? It was like a small – from the Darling. It was like a smaller one. Huh. I can't remember. There were like four different kinds oh, on yeah. the, yeah, the yeah, thing yeah, that yeah. we got and it was yeah. good. But, but that's, that's why, why we work well together. Exactly. Because – you can have the oysters and I'll just eat the clams. Yeah, and, and then fun. we split the crab legs and shrimp. Because so are crab we, legs, oh yeah. So, so are good. we? So are we and getting then shrimp? That? So are we? Are we getting that at your bachelorette? Are we I mean, that? we're probably going to, I assume. And then okay. the fries because their fries were delicious, <gasps> and that was the best combination. We downed that? the food in like thirty minutes. <laughs> I was starving. <laughs> I was like, I need to eat all of this. You also had like two full glasses of sparkling rosé. Like at right that before. place, where what was it called? Camilla's. Camilla's. I wanted to call it Camille, but that was only because I just watched Emily in Paris, so I'm a little <laughs> bit confused. No, um, we in the South, baby doll. We ain't in Paris. Yeah, yeah. So I'm very yeah. excited. The house that we booked is so cute. Um, literally, mm-hmm. y'all, a wall has these cute little flowers painted on it, and I'm like, and there's a coffee bar. <laughs> So, oh, I didn't know that. Yes, yes. Um, it's very adorable. Well, trust me, I'm I'm excited. I'm bringing my film camera. I'm bringing my film camera. I'm documenting all of it. So do not worry. You will, gals, will have photo evidence of it. Uh, that Hannah approves. Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> let's uh, let's make sure everything is PG. <laughs> Maybe PG thirteen. No R, and definitely no NR. So thank you. <laughs> Ah, oh, damn. Okay. Well, speaking of uh, photos, <laughs> in a way, I wanted to get into my captivation, yes. which is Pam and Tommy on Hulu. Okay. It is a, is it a miniseries? I think it's a miniseries. I'm like so into miniseries right now, which is annoying because I want like all seasons of these shows. Right. right. But it stars Lily James. Yes, Lily James. I love Lily uh, James. As... Pamela Anderson okay. and 
Sebastian Stan, mm-hmm. the Sebastian Stan, mm-hmm. as Tommy Lee. And it is about uh, how, like, they, like, you know, made a sex tape and then it got stolen and sold back in the early 90s. Great. And it's how that unfolds. Um, and, you know, it, you know, just completely violated their privacy. And, like, this was, like, right as the internet was, like, starting. So no one had really, like, heard of this kind of stuff before getting leaked. Yeah. Um, and it is still ongoing. It's not completed yet. So... It comes out week by week. It's like partnership with Hulu and FX, but it's really good. I mainly was watching it because I am in love with Sebastian Stan and I think he's so hot. But as I've been watching it, I've been so just interested in Pamela Anderson and how her career got started. I think it's so fascinating and she's gorgeous. And then Lily James's transformation into Pamela Anderson is uncanny. Like she looks just like her with all the prosthetics. I mean, she says she gets to set. I was watching an interview. She says she gets to set at like 4 a.m. and they start putting the prosthetics on Whoa, her. That's crazy. Uh, when they were filming it. Because, I mean, they had to put like new boobs, brows, hair, cheekbones, Isn't all this so stuff wild to make that, her. Like, they can do that. That they can like shape shift you into somebody else. And yet, and oh, don't get me oh. on a tangent. <laughs> and yet, this year, the Oscars. They want to put a couple of their categories aired during commercials. So, like, instead of you seeing, like, who wins, like, best editing, that's going to get shown during the commercials. Are you kidding me? Like, they're not going to televise it. And No, they're not televising editing. They're not televising sound. They're not televising production design. They're not televising original score. And they're not televising um. Well, because none uh, of that is important to the show, right? And I'm like... like you could still have the I'm show like, and movie without yeah. all that stuff, of no, like, course, right? I mean, like, yeah, we don't need um, I, we no, don't need editors. That's like, what? They need to get off their high horse. And I, I'm literally like, I hope whoever edits the Oscars forgets to cut to commercials. I hope whoever's playing the score for it, you know, plays doesn't play anybody off. Lets everybody go on a tangent. Like, just completely, they just have they fuck up the entire show. Like, production designers don't show up. Like they just forget to build the set. Like you well, need all of that. That's fucking stupid. For the people in the industry who put so much time and effort yeah. into making these beautiful creations. But what's your captivation? <laughs> My captivation is a mouthful. It's the the woman in the house across the street from the girl in the window. The show on Netflix with Kristen Bell, not Reese Witherspoon, because I don't know why I always think they're the same human, but they look nothing alike. Um, but. It. <laughs> she literally texted me and was like, "Yeah, I watched that show with Reese Witherspoon." I'm like, "Who? What, what? show with Reese Witherspoon?" And she's like, "The girl, blah, 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 Window Street." Thing. I'm like, like, "You yeah, mean Kristen Bell?" That's what I meant. <laughs> Dash oh Shepherd's wife. Such a good show. I don't know why everyone's hating on it. I don't understand, but because they don't understand that it's satire. It's parody. It. It was really good, and I was invested. I literally binged it in, like, a day. I'm like, I don't do that. No, you don't. Yeah, so um, it was just, like, easy to watch. At first, I was like, is this scary? Like, because I was, like, by myself in the apartment at night, and I was like, should I be spooked? Okay, but you love horror. I know, I know. I do, I do. I love it. But I was, like, not sure the vibe, and, like, there's been a lot of, like, spooky looking things outside 
of the apartment when I have to take the dogs out. So I like Your didn't want to start. <laughs> there's a lot of fog and there's a lot of there's a lot around and I feel like anyone could pop out from anywhere. Okay. <laughs> so I didn't want to like start it if I was gonna have to like go out and take the dogs. Um so yeah. But anyways, it was a really good show. I really liked it. I highly recommend um, if you need something like fun and like good and easy, not fun, but like easy to watch, uh, that was one of yeah. them. So stunning. Cool. Well, great. I hope to check that out too. Um, but before we get to today's episode, which we're so excited, we got Maddie Mayo, we got Lauren Wolfen from uh, Camper, and you know Maddie, we've had her on the show before from OK Sis, and I feel like talking about your bachelorette and planning for that really yes, leans perfect. into this episode. <laughs> it's perfect. Perfect. I didn't plan that or anything. I know. <laughs> <laughs> truly, we but didn't. <laughs> truly, we didn't. That's just my mastermind mm-hmm. uh, at work. But before we get into today's episode, we're going to do a couple housekeeping things really quickly. Make sure you guys are following us on our socials. We do have an Instagram at the Gals Guide Pod, and also follow us on our personal socials, which we have linked in the show notes. Mine is at Emily Elise, and mine is at Hannah Nicole Adams. And if you're listening on Spotify, hit that follow button and also leave us five stars. You can now leave reviews on Spotify. And if you're listening on Apple, hit the subscribe button and leave us a five-star review and a little comment as well. It really does help us out. But without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. All righty, gals. So zooming into the home studio today, we have two very accomplished women in the tech industry. In my opinion, they're rolling their eyes. (laughs) (laughs) Half of them, you know, they've been on our show before. Please welcome the successful entrepreneurs of the amazing travel recommendations app, Camber, Maddie Mayo from OKSYS and her co-founder, Lauren Wolfen. Hello. 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 I know. Round of applause. Studio. It's like we're. we're, we're it's like, legit. This is legit. Thank you. Sure. Thank you. Thank you. We're yeah. so excited to have you, Maddie. Welcome back. We're thrilled to have you back. I'm thrilled to be here. I was just notified of the last time we. I was on this podcast, and then all the giggles that ensued. So I'm excited to deliver more giggles and happy to see you guys thank you and Lauren it's great to meet you oh thank you I'm so excited to be here I already I already know there's there's great vibes (laughs) (laughs) we were all joking before uh we started recording that Hannah's the only one like who doesn't live in California and lives in Los Angeles so it's fine we were all going to record in person but we didn't want to make you feel like 
completely excluded um okay, because okay it's fine you're gonna be out here soon and then we'll just we'll just redo it again it's fine yes yeah yes. <laughs> a, a trip or a move all yeah a trip, just a trip. A trip. I can't okay. convince her to move. There. I'm so sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, wait, like, I am so sorry. I can't do it. Um, yeah, we're gonna all go to a Canberra-approved place and yes. have a little drink and have a little dinner. I'm excited. Yeah. Yes, I'm here for it. Love it. Before we get into your amazing app and talking about being women in STEM. Uh, we do a thing on every episode where we ask our guests their captivation. So basically something that they're really super obsessed with, kind of like you guys do on OKSIS with your fixations. Um, so it can be a product. It can be a thing. It can be an experience, something that you are just completely captivated by recently. Uh, and I would love to know what you guys are. Should I go first, Mads? Sure. Okay. I'll jump in. I I have two. I'm going to go with this one. If it tell me if it sucks, I'll do the other one. (laughs) So first (laughs) great. No, it's going to be good. It's going to be good for, okay. No, I'm, I'm actually very captivated with Gracie Abrams, the singer right now. Oh, stop. Yeah. Mads, were you going to say that? Wait, I wasn't going to say that, but Lauren, what is happening? Like I literally <laughs> just went on a walk and I, re- I, because you told me that you love Stacey Abrams, I, I know, I think maybe my subconscious, I forgot that it was you that introduced me. And I was on a oh. walk. I'm like, I want some sad hot girl music. Like I, you know, you, when you want to like be in your feels. Sadly yeah. hot girl music. Yeah. It's, so I was no, like, okay, so, that Gracie. is the vibe. At first I started with Phoebe Bridgers. And then I was like, okay. wait, I feel like someone told me about Gracie Abrams. I know her from TikTok, da, da, da. And I listen, and I now am fully obsessed with that song, Stay. I've been listening Every to it on song. repeat all day. Every song. Um, 21 is my current favorite. I, I can't, it's something about the vibe of the music. I put it on, I, I do the, on Spotify like this, this uh, maybe Spotify is bad, canceled these days, but um, I do, yeah. No, our yes. audience, our audience is coming from Spotify, so it's fine, it's fine. <laughs> okay. Spotify pays me money. I love <laughs> Spotify personally, but I hear, I hear all the press of like every which way. I know. So I never yeah. know, I don't know what's, what topics are safe anymore. I know. No, I, totally. I trust me, I understand yeah. my full-time job outside of this is for Spotify's competitors, so like, I feel you. <laughs> it's a love okay. relationship we have. Well, back to the Spotify. Um, I go, I put on Gracie, this is Gracie Abrams or Gracie Abrams radio and yeah. read on my, what I was going to say, my second captivation is my Kindle because mm-hmm. I am all of a sudden into reading on this device. And it's just like the ultimate experience of having Wait, Grace hold on. Abrams music and reading you can Kindle. read while you're listening to music. Yeah, it, it's a recent oh. thing. It's a That's recent awesome. thing because I, I like I can't. I growing in college, I could never study in a library. Like I needed complete yeah. silence. Um, I, like no I yeah, I don't. I can't relate to that. I cannot listen to things with words. I listen to like ambient sounds when oh, I work and when I read or jazz music or no, I'm literally no singing words. the lyrics like I can't focus I'm like trying to type something and I'm over here like vibing <laughs> the chill like- the chill lo-fi study beats playlist is constantly <laughs> on repeat during nine to five <laughs> like- mine is like morning mellow light lo-fi like mine's like yep. I find just like any new lo-fi yeah playlist and that's that's the vibe Well, that's a talent because I feel like I would try to read and I'd be on the same page for my ADHD (laughs) ass would be reading the same damn paragraph like 500 times. But see, now I'm thinking that actually 
perhaps during the pandemic, I, I have, I can't just do one thing. Like, you know, it's mm. like, I have to be listening to the music and reading something. Like I have too many things yeah. going on at once. Should just mm. focus. That's great though. Those are two great ones. Multitasking. We love it. Multitasking. We love it. If I... you want a book that I'm reading right now too, I can give you that as well. Sure. Go, go right ahead. Oh, Wait, what well, is it? Midnight Library still, Mads. I know I'm still reading. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no. <laughs> Maddie reads a book a week. No. Okay. Can't trust uh, me. Trust good. me. I... I'm sure Hannah can relate to you though, Lauren, because we were both reading the unhoneymooners and oh, I read I it on a, one. I like literally read it on a five hour plane ride and Hannah's like, how? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I can, I just right now in the chaos of my life, I don't have the time. No, so right. I'm if I get like a boat. chapter in, I'm doing great, but Good. like if I'm exactly at the beach, I, I can read like three books in a day. So Ooh. yeah. Yeah. The environment for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, what about Maddie, you, Matt? Yours. Okay. I was just going to, I was like, I have to think of so many current fixations for okay, sis, that it's like, <laughs> we are always at, the, we have like a bank of them. So I'm just trying to figure out which one I want to say. I will say lately, I have been so captivated by walking meditations. I know I've said that if you listen to okay, sis, like I've said this every fucking episode for the past <laughs> month, but there, I've never been a walker. I'm not into the logistics of walking. First of all, I'm a morning worker outer. So I schwitz in the morning, I shower, I get into my cozy clothes and I don't want to put on other workout clothes to go walk. But now I have realized that walking doesn't have to be a workout. Mm. It can be a leisure. Okay. This is something I'm, this is a new thing for me. I didn't, I didn't realize this. So now I'm going out with my Birkenstocks. I'm going out with my sweats. It doesn't matter because I'm not like getting my heart rate Mm. up. And I just take a slow, leisurely walk. I listen to the walking meditations on the open app. It's this meditation slash movement slash breath work app. It is Mm -hmm. fantastic. I can't recommend it enough. And I do this meditation every day and I have started to make it a habit. I put it in the calendar. I have, it is a standing daily event in the calendar and that is my new habit that I'm trying to uh, foster. I used to do that all the time, actually, when I lived back in North Carolina, because where I did pure bar every morning Mm. and it was right next to like a really beautiful park. So I would use the headspace app and they have a ton of walking meditations on there too. And that would be like my way of like winding down from like a really intense workout. Uh, And now I, I think there's a park uh, near the Pure Bar Studio I go to now off La Cienega that I kind of want to start like doing more. I don't know if that's like I a good park. I was going to say, I want to okay. go to a park near, near the Pure okay. Bar in Hollywood. All right. Wait, there's a Pure Bar in La Cienega? Oh, maybe then it's- Yeah, it's the Beverly, yeah. It's the Beverly Hills one. Oh, it's the Beverly Hills one. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's it's nice, 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 that's great. It is a nice And that's park. a great park. That's a great yeah. park. Sorry. Okay. I was thinking of the, just of kidding, the Pure just Bar kidding. in Hollywood. The Pure Bar in Hollywood, don't walk around there. No. Don't walk around no. there, okay? No, I don't go to that one. No, 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 yeah. no. I did not go to the one on Sunset. No. There's no parking there. It stressed me out. I literally oh signed up for the Pure Bar in Beverly Hills specifically because there's yeah. a parking deck at the tennis courts. So Yeah, yeah. I used oh, to go to that Pure Bar all the time. Sounding like an Angelino. Yeah, look at you. Knowing <laughs> you, where to park. You have to have nowhere the parking I, is. I, I Google it. Here. I moved here I and parking. I downloaded the app spot angels immediately because it shows you like where you can park at in the city. I was like, 
this is about to be my best friend. So it's so, so funny. I miss pure bar. I'll go with you anytime. Sweet. Hell yeah. Yeah. That. yeah. That's so, but that should also be something that you guys add to the camera, which is <laughs> the, parking situ- the parking, oh, the situation. parking, the parking. We'll do an integration with Angel. We should. Oh my gosh. Really well, cool. Maddie, I was going to say, I bet you're going to say your walks. So I, we're, we're always, it's the same way all the time, all the time, one brain at this point, <laughs> but we brought you guys on here because wow, you're both amazing women. You also have created a really cool app called camber. It is a travel recommendations app, or you like to look at it as like more of like a locals recommendation app. And I have been shouting this thing out from the rooftops. Maddie can tell you, Lord, like I, <laughs> I, will text her. I will text her. I was at brunch one day with my roommate and like some of her friends and this girl that I, I, I just met, she was like, oh yeah, like we've been making like lists like in our Google Maps app and everything. This other girl literally had a like Google Sheets list of like different places and everything. And I was like, let me tell you about an app called Camber, ladies. <laughs> Emily is our evangelist. She's our say. brand ambassador. She's like a little <laughs> scout. She's like, our, she's like our little, like we've like planted her in these like little. No kidding. That's incredible. Thank you. No, of course. I, I love the whole design of it too. And I feel like anybody I've shown the app to, they, that's the first thing they say is that I love the design of it. It's so just fun and but still user friendly and it's still like it makes you want to kind of go in and add places like to these little different locations I'm helping Hannah's sister plan her whole bachelorette trip so like we've made like a whole list like in the city that we're going to Um, of different places so it's so handy and I don't think a lot of people realize it's how much they need this kind of app before like they have it that's like they're, they're doing like really long-winded ways of like getting recommendations for different places. Um, and then this comes into their life and they're like, oh my God, this just saves like so much more time. Like, it's just really like kind of beats everything. But I want to let you guys like explain like what the app is, how you guys came up with the idea of it and what it just, what do you hope for it to go to? Oh my gosh. Well, first of all, like that was, that, that was just like a beautiful love poem to, to Camber. Like I, I just like, thank you. Yeah, of course. So much of what you were saying is, is the, a lot of the conversations, the original conversations Maddie and I were having when we decided to start Camber and Maddie's always been that person that I love to text even today texted her. I was like, can I just follow you around? Your life is amazing. Like, I just love how she curates experiences. And, and I would like, she went on a trip to Austin. I was like, where'd you go in Austin? She sends me this text and then I got to save it in my notes and I got to remember this in my notes and I need to cross-reference with my other stuff. And it was such a disjointed process that we, we set out to, to make Cambridge because there just needed to be a better way to save and share all of our favorite places with our close people. And, and the design was super important because it needs to feel really fun and personal and genuine and not like this big box, anonymous Yelp trip advisor that just no one resonates with that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think, uh, I think one thing for me, like when I'm using certain apps, like Instagram or now TikTok, I I love it when 
I can like things and then put them into like different category boxes. And I'm all about organizing. <laughs> and so that was one thing that I really liked about the app was that I felt like I was able to just have like a more curated experience with the places I want to go instead of like trying to find a place on Instagram, following them on Instagram, saving yes. a photo to like a collection on Instagram, hoping that I remember it and mm-hmm. it doesn't get lost and everything else. And or even like on Pinterest, it's like, yeah. like if you like search places to go or like things to do in this place or whatever, mm-hmm. like you have to click on a link and then it takes you to this page and then they've got all these things linked and it's just not easily accessible. Like you end up spending yeah. like 30 minutes looking for two things that you could have yes. found so much quicker. So exactly. Yeah. And you, you totally got it. I mean, we thought of doing something like that for travel bloggers or travel blogs where at the end it's like, add all these places to my camber. Like, why isn't there a place where you can save those wrecks? Like, yes, of course, we don't want to replace travel blogs. Like obviously right. there's a, a need for that. And there's a visualization piece to it, but it, from a user perspective, yeah, then I have to kind of like copy and paste everything to another thing. And it's just this really strange disjointed process. Um, but yeah. And then I think the aggregation of all the data. So, you know, once we start to build out the user base and the, the publications that we're going to be having on the platform, like for me, my approach to when I research or plan a trip is, you know, I go to infatuation, I go to eater, I go to goop, I go to like the certain like quote unquote influencers, but not, not travel influencers, but people I know that are in that, in that city that I trust their taste and I really like their style, but I have to go to all those destinations to find this like coordinated list. Whereas what we're hoping for to build with Camber is that everything can live on this one platform that you can kind of see the map, see, okay, there's this place and infatuation recommends it. Goop recommends it. Also my friend Lauren recommends it. Oh my God, for sure. I'm going to go there. Right. So there's this, there's this just like aggregation part that I'm so excited to like continue building out you know we're still very early stage and we have to have everyone you know input their data and input all their favorite places but as it grows it's going to be this incredible resource to be like whoa there's a coffee shop down the street from me that like five of my friends have recommended and then goop has also recommended no brainer right Mm -hmm. so it's a lot about, as, as you said, Emily, the discover, uh, the local discovery aspect has been super key for us. Yeah. I mean, cause I like literally moved to Los Angeles and didn't know anything. And instead of just polling people on my Instagram story or texting all my friends that lived here, like for restaurant recommendations, or just blindly trusting these guys I'm going on a date with who probably don't know how to pick a quality <laughs> bar with a good like drink. Definitely not. Definitely not. Lives. Uh, <laughs> it's just easier for me to be and go on there and be like, okay, so Maddie, I know likes this place and she recommends it. So then I know it probably is good or like a ton of all these other people like it. And it's just easier. I'm not having to like find a place on Instagram, go to their profile, find the website, then find the menu, like (laughs) things like that. And you guys don't just have restaurants. You also have like museums and attractions and and other, like you guys even have like salons and like spa stuff Mm -hmm. on there. Correct. So yeah, Yeah. like it's completely curated. So if you're like moving to a new city, or you are trying to plan like a whole like bachelorette trip or something like that. Mm -hmm. Like it's really great, I think. And it just feels more tangible and like there's a person behind it (laughs) than something like Google maps, which is boring. And I don't, I'm not like 
craving to use it if that makes sense like yeah adding places to like a list on google maps i'm like this is boring i'm not entertained whereas my adhd self is like oh pretty colors this is fun <laughs> let me spend an hour of my work day doing this um instead of actually doing my job it's fine yeah yeah and we've thought we've thought a lot about that with the branding that's actually the first thing that we did for the app was create the world of Canva because we always knew that you know it's interesting because a lot of a lot of companies and a lot of people have a different perspective that you kind of do branding as an afterthought, you know, they're like, get the product working and oiled and then kind of layer on branding. Whereas that really didn't sit well with us. The branding is the, it's everything to the core of what Canberra represents. And it will allow us to acquire the right users, to bring in the right audience, the, to attract the type of people that we're trying to attract. And also we, we looked at, like as we were going into the building of the UI UX, which is basically like building of the screens, you know, we tried to look on Pinterest for like inspo and everything was just so plug and play, so bland. Mm -hmm. No, everyone is just using the same type of template and format for apps. And we really were, we struggled to find any inspiration. Now there's been some apps that have popped up that I've been so stoked about. Cause I'm like, oh, finally something, something, something different, different something yeah. new. Like I want, and especially because we're creating, um, you have your whole, you know, social identity on Canberra, right? You have your travel identity and there's a social graph. You're going to have a profile, you follow people. So there is a little bit of like the similarness, but it was like, but we could still push this. We could push it a little mm -hmm. to the edge. Like we wanted to feel intuitive, but we can have fun here. Why can't we have fun with this? Yeah. And yeah. we, yeah, we wanted people to have a delightful experience. Yeah. Yeah. No, it is, it is that like experience of like, at least for me, like I start adding one place and I'm like, oh, and I got to add this place and this place and this place. And like, you just snowball and like keep adding places to, to your list. Yeah, absolutely. I was describing this to a friend the other day and I was telling them, I was like, it's kind of like TripAdvisor, but like for the Glossier generation, oh that's God. how I like, and they were like, that is the most accurate description I think I've seen of this thing. I <laughs> love that. Oh my God. It's I love that. Yeah. So, I mean, use it. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, we're going to steal that. We're stealing so, it in our TikTok it. tomorrow. Yeah. You heard it here first. <laughs> Actually, yeah. Thank you for the content idea. Literally, I'm so dry these days. I mean, we could talk about content. I'm just like, what do I, I'm like, what, what do that's I another say thing, That's another pillar that I think you guys are doing well, which is making TikToks and reels about this kind of stuff and different lists. Like, I don't see really anybody out there doing that. Trying to listen, trying to convince 60 year old men at my job that TikTok's a great oh. idea is the most painstaking thing I've ever done. Let Maddie loose on them. I know. Matt, uh, Emily, you need to continue pushing them because yes. it's just, it's, I, I'm going to tell everyone and anyone who's listening who's building a business, start, even if you haven't launched, start your TikTok now, start the community now. You don't need to have the product to build the community and start talking about what you're building. You could show the behind the scenes. You can talk about the mission. You could talk about what you're actually like, most of our things that have gone viral don't, don't even show the app in it. And it's actually really difficult to show the app because 
I'm literally on the phone and then the app is on my phone. So it's like, I, I have to do green screen. Whereas mm-hmm. other people can use a you know skincare brand and do stuff like that. So it is actually very difficult for us to even show the product. So for us, TikTok and the community um, on social channels that we built is, is all about place discovery. It's about me and Lauren as co-founders, female founders, entrepreneurship, but then also uh, trip planning and cool spot. Like it's just, we have such strong brand pillars that we're able to kind of like dabble in, in, in it and, and have people come on this journey with us. Mm. I think that was super important to us, mm. especially before we even launched the beta, the beta app, we wanted to cultivate an audience and a community. And we found all of those people through TikTok. Like it, it is the most incredible channel for organic growth. Like you will find your audience there Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. it's, and you know, it takes a while. Like just everyone be patient. That's another thing that um, I'm trying to tell my bosses as well too. Like Maddie's telling (laughs) Yeah. 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 Like I've tried to tell my bosses, it takes time. Like you're not going to go viral overnight. Like it's nice. Unless you're Maddie, and it's fine. That, yeah. <laughs> well, I was going to say, Maddie has to, she has to tell herself to be patient. I have to tell her that we have to be patient. I was like, why isn't this TikTok working? I put it, I did it for an hour. I'm like, why isn't it going anywhere? We've, we've been then, patient. We've been patient. And it, and we, right. we found like some really good niches of types of content right. that resonate with the audience that we want to attract. And, and it's, and it's you great. also, something that's so incredible about TikTok is like, we're learning so much about what our community wants. So yeah. for instance, Lately, people have been commenting on our, on our videos being like, Mads, I'm going, I have a birthday party that I need to plan for 10 people in West Hollywood, casual day drinking vibes. Okay. That's something like so specific, so niche. And then I kind of make a video responding with all the places that I recommend. And I've started to think like both of us, me and Lauren, and sort of think like, how does this then live on camera? Like, Mm -hmm. yes, you can create lists on camber and we're gonna we're introducing custom lists so that you can make more like curated things and then we're you know thinking about discoverability how do we give the right recommendations to the right exact person but that type of interaction where someone calls out to someone that they care about that they that they trust and say give me recommendations for this very specific use case that needs to happen on camber and we've talked about things like this like you know, what if you could ask Tinks to give you recommendations for a Miami trip? Like, that would be amazing. Yeah, like, absolutely. Yeah. That's also a whole monetization strategy. So it's very, we're just thinking of these types of, you know, when I, when I talk to people on TikTok and even, okay, so I'll give you another example. Someone DM me and was like, I love your TikToks. I love your app. Where should I go for, I'm going to Carmel. Where should I go? I'm like, download the app have you gone to the app like (laughs) I have my whole list there so there is a disconnect and that's great that this is all data we can use to be like okay why aren't maybe it it is still too overwhelming because there's so many places on you know there is there's just so much to learn and so when you have that direct line of communication on TikTok it's you just learn so much about what people want and their type of behaviors Yeah. yeah yeah and then anytime like someone write their stories on, on Instagram going to Seattle, where should I go? So we screenshot, we're like, 
proof of concept hey. because this conversation is like, it's too fast. It's out. I do it. Places. Like, I'll be like, where do I go? And then I have all these things and I'm like, Whoa. yeah, like, now, now what? what? Now what? It's too, it's inundating. It's so interesting that you're saying all this because I, I went to film school. So like, I have like been pitching television shows and films like left and right all my life. And the two, like the biggest questions that any executive always asks you is, why you and why this story right now and those are literally like reasons like right there like this is proof right here that this is why this should be a thing and this is why you should invest or download our app and become a user on it because you're tired of asking your friends like they're they're tired of asking you asking (laughs) we talk about that all the time we're like you realize by asking someone for their like you're putting the burden on them to go find that list that they referenced or or, Mm -hmm. you know go back into their memories of whatever that trip was and send you the list like it's all in camber and it's all right there. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So I think one big question that I have, we have a couple different ones, but one is how has it been being two women in STEM trying to build an app that is in a very male dominated field? Oh my gosh. How much time do you have? <laughs> Trust me, my roommate it works in tech. So like, I hear this a lot. So you're probably not going to shock me with anything, but I don't like- think we, I don't think we will. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so curious. Maddie and I are both non-technical. We've, we've both worked, we both started our careers at the same company. Um, and we have always been interested in bringing tech to fields that are not historically like technical. Like our first job was helping in the fashion industry. Maddie's done that in the uh, interior decor realm. I do it now in TV advertising. So like we, we understand how tech helps industries to evolve in really exciting, important ways. And we're very comfortable, like speaking to technical people. We worked directly with engineers in all of our roles, but we are not the technical ones. And I think it's, it's so exciting because we're able to communicate with these people and build a whole app and be like, look, this is an app we created on our phones and it's, it's live and functioning. And at the same time, it can be incredibly frustrating when we're like, oh, why isn't this screen loading faster? And we are not the ones who are going to necessarily go under the hood and, and be able to make the change. And so it's, it's so rewarding and, and it, it definitely, it's, it's not without its, uh, difficulties. We'll say, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We'll say though, we have found a lot of fellow female founders that yeah. I feel so fortunate. One, I think with OKSIS, I've spoken to a ton and I, a ton of female founders. And also I have kind of that direct line to, to their networks, which has been incredible. So even just off the bat, I've, sur- I've made sure that Lauren and I surround ourselves with female founders. And I don't think men will ever understand just like how important that is. Like I mm-hmm. listen to, I, I speak to a female founder that's at our stage and I, it's like therapy for me. I went, I went out to, to get coffee with one girl and she was like, she just, li- she messaged me on LinkedIn and she was just like, Hey, I'm going to be in LA. I love what you're doing Canberra. Like, I just like, can we, can we just like debrief and like have this like therapy session? And she just told me, she says, I, I have been, I reach out to female founders everywhere I go. It is the only way that my mental health can take this process. And I 
it resonates completely, completely with me. And so we've created a whole little female founder group that we meet every month, people in the similar stages that, uh, to us. And it's just a, and they're, there's no gatekeeping. Like I think women are so much more willing to help one another. So there is this like very um, essence of support that comes with uh, connecting with female founders. So we, that's what I've been leaning on. I think, mm-hmm. you know, we have been stepping into the realm of raising money and VC and like applying to accelerators like YC and, you know, definitely stepping more into the bro-y nature of tech and it's just so fascinating because it is what it is like it is a male-dominated industry I believe I'm a fairly confident capable individual but yeah I still get insane imposter syndrome around around men or around you know very big VCs and their approach to business Mm -hmm. might be very different to me or their attitude so it's, it's something that it's just like an added layer that men don't really have to think about, but I, I, I work every day to like, make sure I combat imposter syndrome. I'm just like, no, 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 you're built this app. Like you can do it. You can do hard things. You've already proved this. Like, no, I, I just need to like step into that person. And then I kind of forget that it's like a male dominated space, but it's difficult. It is something that's just like always looming, you know? I get yeah. that. Yeah. I'm very jealous of Hannah because even though she, like she's a singer, but she also her nine to five job, she's always surrounded by women. And with every mm-hmm. job that she's had, like she's never had male co. She, I think you had like one male coworker, one, and then <laughs> he left. <laughs> yeah. I'm a I'm a speech language pathologist in my nine to five, so I'm a speech mm-hmm. therapist. Um, but I am starting a new job in a hospital on Monday, so it's going to be very Ooh. different. So I will be around men. I'll probably be around ah. a lot of men. Oh, <laughs> but they'll be like, you know, nurses, doctors, neurosurgeons. So that's going to be different. Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. A little bit of Grey's. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I just hear it sounds exciting. hospital. I hear hospital and neurosurgeon. I'm like, great. <laughs> minus, minus the good doctor. If you haven't watched that, oh. highly recommend. Oh my so God. Fabulous. Okay, it's I just okay, really good. Hannah, I just realized that you're going to be working at the same hospital that the doctor's at. For um Hopefully, for you two I for you two that don't that. know the doctor yeah. is my narcissistic toxic ex. Um, he's yeah. So I just realized that. <laughs> we don't. Well, he, I think are. he. He graduates med school in May, so it's okay. That's okay. I'm gonna be in the I'm gonna be in the children's hospital, so I probably won't see him. (laughs) I hope he's not with the kids. He's with the kids. Like, oh, who are you? I'm sorry. Who? Oh, well, he can't. He can't remember faces. Um, Yeah. Yeah. It's a thing. You're I'll tell you later. Yeah. You're fine. You're fine. You're good to go. No, not today. Not later, Matt. Next time. But. I say all that because I, I, I mean, I work in film. So like, I am constantly surrounded by guys. Like when I was in film school, I was the only female in my class. Uh, so I 100% relate to that. And I feel like imposter syndrome is something that, you know, I don't feel like men often get as much as women do, especially in these certain fields. So I completely understand that. How has it been though? Like with working with a friend though, has that been like really great and helpful in that area as well? like my favorite question to answer. (laughs) (laughs) Maddie and I got 
so lucky in that we, we were coworkers first. Like I mentioned, we worked in our first jobs out of college together. And so we had this awesome working relationship. Like that was our test ground for how, how we knew we could work together. And when we both left that job, we stayed in touch. And so really the, the friendship has formed almost like after the working relationship and, and around the working relationship to the point where, I mean, we do not go a day without talking to each other. We go, we go like a day. We're like, I missed you. Like what is going on in your life? Yeah. um, Yeah. It's like, I don't, we always say this, like I, I wouldn't recommend going into business with a friend or a best friend. Um, I think the reason that Lauren and I work so well is because we did have like a professional colleague relationship before initially. And that kind of set the foundation for how we work together. And it's just been so, it's, I mean, it's been everything. I, 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 my sister is like so anti-co-founders, but I think it, if you find the right one, of course, but like, do, I cannot even imagine doing this alone like just mm-hmm. just the thought of all the calls we're on together and we tag team and we support and we debrief after and we strategize and we like there's just so much that happens within the collaboration of us that I just and really hard calls or difficult calls ones that you know we don't feel great about I just like can't imagine having the like mental toughness to do that alone so I always, I always say that if you are going to, if you're going to start a company or start even a tech company, I would highly recommend getting, finding a co-founder or finding someone in your network, because it is, one just makes it, makes it more fun too, to have someone do it with. I mean, it's just, it gets very lonely if you're, if you're doing it alone. So I would, I would like it yeah I feel like if like you had like a really bad like conference call or something like you have someone who is like there to like debrief with you afterwards and it's like and we're all okay. we're also like texting on the side like during at the like, same time is exactly. happening like you know so it's just we're like you, this is awkward like, we need to end it we need yeah. to end it like let's, yeah. let's close this out and be like what yeah. the fuck was that like you can't do that alone you're just gonna be like a trap yeah you should be there for like 20 minutes like uh right or like (laughs) overthink it you know I always like we're each other's sounding birds too of like did you how did you think that went okay yeah oh maybe it wasn't as bad as I thought or you know whatever it Mm -hmm. is and we can help each other you might like hold back too if someone's like there to support your like what you're thinking but you might have more confidence to like actually say it versus when you're just like by yourself yeah. Right. Exactly. Like, yeah, that, that's a great, I always feel supported. Like we support mm-hmm. one another, um, in everything that we're doing. Yeah. Did you have to like adapt your communication styles and like implement any boundaries? Like when you guys like started, um, we we've adapted, I think in a good way, our, our weekly emotional check-ins, that's been a huge change for us Ooh, like okay. for the better. Um, I think initially we didn't necessarily take into full account just all of the emotions that go into having a a business, whether you're doing it alone or with a friend. And that we, we talked to some other female founders, um, another, um, website called, I have this friend and they do a weekly emotional check-in where they talk about what are they grateful for? What are they happy about? What are just like life things stressing them out? And then what is something about the business stressing them out? and how can they help one another? And 
that is a non-negotiable every week. We must do this emotional check-in. I think it's really helped our uh, communication. So nothing gets too blown out of proportion because we're doing it every week. So if something's on our minds, we're going to talk about it and mm-hmm. there won't be a big blow up. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. And uh, Hannah, I feel like we should implement that. Uh, <laughs> but because Hannah and I are best friends, like we've known each other since we're, I'm 28. You're, we're both 28 right now. Yeah. Um, you're turning 28 soon. Uh, but uh, we've been friends since I was 17. You were 16. Yeah. And I mean, to the point where we just, I can read her mind and I know exactly like just the, even like the slightest tone in a text. I'm like, I can, I know exactly that she's stressed <laughs> out right now. So I'm just not going to like send that second text message or bother her or mm-hmm. anything like that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let her debrief for like five minutes and then I'll talk to her. But right. I, I think you know, we do have that advantage because it's almost like having a sister in a way where you yeah. kind of like, and we also are just very direct with each other too. Like we don't, we're never really passive with each other. Like if something's bothering another person, we just go out right and say it instead of just holding it in because we know that being direct and, you know, putting the friendship as a main priority and the podcast as a priority is more valuable than like, just letting like a little fight in our egos get in the way of anything else, yeah. I think. And I think that's also something that if you're like creating a business with somebody, you also have to like check your ego at the door in a way too, for sure. Yeah. I think uh, it's also just putting, putting in that, like putting in that designated time that is focused just on that because Lauren and I are so comfortable with one another. Like, yeah, we could, we could just like express things whenever, but yeah, putting it in like a, a like an actual meeting where it's on the calendar it doesn't, yeah, then we don't let it pass by and it, you can actually just get things out in the open and move on. Yeah, we should, we've actually had one of my friends, Kirsty Taylor. She um, is really big on uh, TikTok. She is a relationship coach and she actually does that with her boyfriend. Uh, they have uh, yeah. weekly and sometimes bi-weekly emotional check-ins instead of like them fighting and waiting until everything blows up. Like they sit down and have a conversation like, are you happy? Like in this relationship, like, is everything going good? Is there anything that you feel like you need to talk to me about? Is there any like issues that you feel like are present that we need to discuss? And it has, you know, made their relationship so much stronger and their connection so much closer. And when she told me that I was like, that's genius, but it's also great to add into friendships. Cause we recently talked about friendship, red flags. That was our last episode. And mm-hmm. there's sometimes where you just don't have those moments like even with like your normal friends where you're not like checking in like you think it's you almost let it slide more with a friend than you yeah. would like with somebody you're dating in a way sure and it's so funny you say that because I I literally just started doing emotional check-ins with with my boyfriend That's and so it's cool I love that it is it kind of is the same where they say like usually people go to couple therapy when it's too late because mm. it's like mm-hmm you should, you should be doing it as a maintenance thing, right? Like you should be doing it as some sort of, it's just like, yeah, it's a maintenance. It's a weekly practice. It's not necessarily like something that you wait till it bubbles up. Mm -hmm. So true. One of the last things that we want to ask you guys is Lauren, you're still working a nine to five job and Maddie, you've quit yours and you are really taking camber and your podcast on like full time. How do you, how do you manage that for (laughs) Hannah wants tips. <laughs> I need help. Um, it's funny because like I, I really cannot remember a time when we weren't doing it. This like I wasn't having to balance, but 
I mean, we were just texting today, like we're going to work on Sunday, for example, which, you know, it, having a business, I think it's not really, there's not just, okay, this is my time off. Like there's always more to do. And I think that is something where we have to create boundaries and even, you know, compartmentalize like, okay, right now we're working on camber. And like, this is for our working relationship too. Right now we're working on camber, you know, and then we're going to go to dinner tomorrow night and we're not going to be coworkers. We're going to be friends. And yeah, Mm. you know, things might come up about the business. Like we're also going to have fun together. And so I think like we have had to be very intentional about those boundaries and like thinking of when we're working on the business, we both started it as a side thing and we would work on the evenings or my favorite was like when we would take calls with people on the East coast and we would do it before work, we'd be like up at six or seven in the morning, like on a branding call. Um, because it, it just, you're kind of like, wow, like I did so much with my day today. And, and that like Maddie and I've always said, if you really want to do something, you will find ways to fit it in. Mm-hmm. And, and this has just been something we've been so passionate about for so long. And that we, we used to sit in our old job and say to one another, like, oh, we want to have our own company one day. Like we, we just, it's something we, we each wanted to do and like had to do and see through. So I think we we've, we've done a good job of being able to find the way through, like find the path, even when there are setbacks and there are times we're like, oh, how do we keep going? Or how do we do this or that? Like we have each other and we, we, we carve out the time and we're like, you know, we're going to sit down and we're going to solve this problem together. And whether that's on a Sunday or a Monday night, like we, we have to do it because mm-hmm. there, there is not a, another way forward. Yeah. And Maddie, how did you make the decision to like leave your job and to make like, to take this on as a full-time thing? Yeah. So there was a point when I actually had gotten another job offer and it was, it was a job that I would have loved to do in a different, if it was a different time in my life. And so it was really interesting. So it was like the universe was giving me this opportunity and being like, Hey, like you used to want this, like, why don't you take it? And I would not have been able to work on camber. I would have, this company would have suffered. So we, you know, I talked to Lauren and uh, we decided to raise friends and family so that I could take on a salary. And I just did it. And I just, you know, I didn't really think much about it. It was just like, hundred percent. And I want to do like the end goal is to do this full time. So like, why, why prolong it? So, mm-hmm. and we were gearing up to, uh, launch the beta into, into the public, into the public's hands. And so it's like, we need to have someone at least one person full time, just in case, you know, things come up. So mm-hmm. it was the perfect time for me, um, to do that and take, and take the leap. But, you know, it's, I've been thinking a lot about this and like, when people ask like, how do you do it all? And one, <laughs> because we get it all the time by everywhere. been <laughs> lots of breakdowns. My boyfriend can attest. I'm usually crying in the bed when he has to come and pet my head. Uh, so I'm like, I'm like an animal. I don't know. Um, but one, so there's a quote that I used to say all the time. And I, I don't know what happened. It just you know, how quotes like go away and then they come back to you and you're just like, fuck yeah, I forgot about how, how amazing that, that mantra is. And it's something that Emily Weiss said, I think it was on when she did Kara Swisher's podcast. And 
For those who don't know, Emily White. I is- forgot about this yes. quote. Bye. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, founder of Glossier. Founder of yeah. Yes. So she said, do the next right thing. Like everything you do, if you are, if you're like at, at your computer, there's a task and there's a, like, you're procrastinating or this, like when you just think like, okay, what, what is the next right thing? Like, what's the right thing I should be doing right now? And then you just do it. Like you literally don't think you just do it. And that I used to say that to myself over and over and over and over and over all the time. And I don't know what happened. It just kind of went away. And then I started, everyone should read this book, 101 essays that will change the way you think by Brianna Weiss. And she wrote in there, it's all about never giving up just moment by moment, literally second by second, doing the next right thing. What is the next right thing in your body and your soul? And like what your purpose is, what you're supposed to be doing in that moment. If you're supposed to be going on a walk, that's the, that's the right thing. And it's just this, like, it's this trust with yourself and this, like this, this connection that you are just like, I know I have everything within me to know all the right answers. Like I have it within me. And it's that amazing peace that you can be like, holy shit. Like I, I am enough. I have enough. I have everything within me to know all the right answers. So it's like, just take a beat and be like, okay, what's the next right thing? That's what I'm going to do. So I've re-implemented that this week. And it's, it's like transformed everything, every way that I approach, approach my schedule, approach my day. I'm not trying to just rush through things. It makes you very, it, it like forces you to be in the present moment, right? Mm-hmm. Cause you're just like, no, 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 mm-hmm. everything mm-hmm. else doesn't matter. What's the next, right? Like just nothing in the future, mm-hmm. 10 years from now. So I would just highly encourage, write that in your little cute notion boards. I have my cute mm-hmm. little notion templates. <laughs> And I write it huge, do the next right, th- next right thing, just so that I remember if I'm stuck, if I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing, what is the next right thing? That's it. And you know it because you have the intuition, you have everything inside you to do the damn thing. That That's our survival that. tip, I feel like, <laughs> for this episode. <laughs> My job. <laughs> drop. We end every episode with a survival tip. And I feel like that is- That's it. It's the key that's one it. right there. Yeah. Yeah. Just do the next right thing for sure. Absolutely. Well, before we let you guys go, because we have loved having you gals on, I want to give you guys the mic to just shout your names out, where people can find you and where people can download the app, how they can download the app because it's still in beta. Uh, mm-hmm. The mic is all yours. Feel free. Thank you. Oh, it's hard to follow up Maddie's uh, mic drop after that, but, <laughs> but we, we got it. We got to share a camera with, with everyone. So if you go to our website, camber, C-A-M-B-E-R-A-P-P, camberapp.com, um, all of the information that you need for every social platform that we are on, because we are on all of them, um, is all there. And you can download our beta from there. So it is still in beta, meaning you will download another app called TestFlight, and then you can download Camber and go see what it's all about. Eventually when we're in the app store, all your data, everything's going to be the same. You're not going to like recreate your list. Like it's still one app. Uh, but this way we're, we're learning a ton from all of our users and we would love for everyone to keep downloading that and follow us on all the socials. <laughs> all the socials. <laughs> and we will, leave a, we will leave a link to all of them in Thank the show you. notes for Thanks. this episode we're camber <laughs> app everywhere so it's, yes. it's pretty easy. easy yes and you can also find maddie on 
her personal socials and on the OKSIS podcast. Go listen to it. It's great. It's spectacular. One of my favorite podcasts. Every oh. Monday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you were like, you were like talking about your emotional check-in. I was like, yep, heard it on the episode. <laughs> She's like, I already know. I was like, I know. It's like, I, I I'm like, recycle. you know, you guys, I'm recycling content. You got to do it. No, it's great. It's great. We love yeah. it. <laughs> I think Hannah and I will share like a list, like, from like our camper pages on our Instagram uh, after this episode goes up. Yes, so I so love that idea. I'll share Los Angeles one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'll share like a Los Angeles one. I'll Hannah- share North Kakalaki. There you go. So yeah, you'll be able to find that like on our Instagram. So we'll make a whole graphic for that as well too. Thanks. Wait, yeah, that's the most important follow. Follow us on Camber. Yes, absolutely. Lauren Wolfen, Maddie Mayo. There you go. Well, thank you gals for coming on. It's been such a delight. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having us. And so that does it for today's episode of the gals guide. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at the gals guide pod. Also like us on Facebook at the gals guide and become a gal scout in our Facebook community. You can also hit us up on our website, thegalsguidepod.com, and our personal social media, which we will have linked in our show notes. Also, if you are listening to us on Apple Podcasts, please rate and review. And then if you're listening to us on Spotify, go ahead and subscribe to our podcast. So thanks for listening, gals, and we hope you come back for our next journey. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.